Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to NABWIC Talks Radio Show this morning. I am Jada Williams, your National NABWIC Blog Talk Chair, and I am one of your hosts today. It gives me great pleasure every Wednesday morning to be on the air with you. You know, I have to ask you to do just like the commercial said just now to follow, like, and share on all your different social media platforms that you are hanging out with NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, and or head over to our website at www.nabwic.org and engage with, uh, engage with us. And you can also find out how you can become a NABWIC member and, of course, get your red shirt. So listen, guys. We have an amazing, an absolutely amazing show booked for you today. In the studio this morning, we have no other than the master builder herself, Miss Ann McNeil. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Miss Ann. How are you? Good morning, good morning, good morning, Miss Jada, and I am awesome. If I were any better, I always say, Jada, I would be you. And Hassana and Loretta and Jackie and Keisha and of course none other than Miss Ursula Odom. It's gonna be an exciting show again today, Jada. And I just wanna thank everybody for joining us for our version of Nabwick Talks about women's history because having to remind myself that we are history in the making. And so today's show is going to be another example of a group of women who are making history. And I almost, ladies, want to say as millennials, uh, we're going to call you millennials anyway, regardless. <laughs> because when you, yes. when you stop and think the fact, the fact that we are standing on the shoulders of those who have gone before us, but there are those who are coming behind us who are not just coming behind us, but they're pushing and they're paving the way. And so it's going to be a very exciting show today as we listen to these ladies talk about how they're making history as TV producers and contractors 
and co-producers in the media, and I'm very excited as we talk about that. But I'm also very excited, Jada, about our phenomenal organization as the National Association of Black Women in Construction, as we continue to talk about our hard hat and heels, as we continue to talk about how we're focusing on billion-dollar lunches and how we're building a pipeline into this industry, starting with junior high school girls. And people ask me, why are you always talking about black girls? And I, I was one. And when the reality sets in and the fact that if we can't see it, we can't be it. Even in our imagination, we need to be able to help those who are coming behind us imagine what's possible. Because when we know it's possible, we know we can do the same. And so, Jada, we're ready to get this party started. Thank you so very much for your energy and hosting a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal podcast. Thank you. Yes, indeed, and thank you, Ann McNeil, the master builder herself. It's always a great pleasure and honor when she steps into the studio and gives us our marching motivational orders. Yes, indeed. So, as Ms. Ann said, we have an action-packed show this morning. We have Ursula Odom of Solar 2. We have Jackie Perry of JP and Associates. And, of course, of course, this rock star panel. So, since I'm so excited, we're going to take a quick commercial break so I can calm down a little bit because, hey, these are some masterful, robust, heavy-hitting women in the studio this morning. So let's go and take a quick commercial break and come back and hear words of wisdom also from our special guest on Nab We Talk. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. NABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Yes, we are back this morning on NAPWIC Talks with some amazing guests as we continue to celebrate Women History Month. So no, what better way than to invite Ms. Hassana Thomas um, and her team on to this morning's show. So Ms. Hassana is a veteran community grassroots television producer and founder of Entertainment TV with over 25 years of experience. She got her BS, this is her bachelor's degree. Yes, education is important. She got her bachelor's degree from Emerson College in her hometown of Boston and a master's in producing for film and TV from American University in Washington, D.C. 
She's also developed several television pilot episodes for the television series Living Islam in America. Miss Hassana is joined by co-producer Loretta Edwards-Wilson and general contractor Miss um, Keisha Gilchrist, who is also an entrepreneur. But like I said, individually, Miss Loretta Edwards-Wilson brings a depth of production experience from production manager to supervising producer on the BET Awards show and films such as the Wrap It Up Film Odyssey and Showtime's Belly. She's also had great experience with working with different network studios such as Lifetime, TV One, Disney, and Sony Pictures. And, of course, we have in the studio also, as part of a dynamic trio, Ms. Keisha Gilchrist, who also is um, a powerhouse on her own. She had also began um, her real estate career, then she became a broker, and later expanded her services to adding interior design services through the development of her own SDV. Decor LLC, and she has a family rich in legacy history of being business owners when it wasn't too popular for African Americans or black Americans, whatever we're calling ourselves these days as millennials, to be in ownership roles. Good morning, good morning, a good morning again, the Designing History um, team. How are you ladies? Good morning, Jada. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank Good morning, you. Jocelyn. How is everybody? Thank you. We're fine. <laughs> great, great. You know, we I I always say I got the pleasure of doing a little stalker work and then um speaking with you guys a little earlier before the show. So we're so excited. So Miss Hassana, first of all, could you just tell us a little bit more about yourself, your background and how it came to that you are doing what it is that you're doing today. Okay, good morning, everyone, and good morning, Nabucco members. Um, first of all, I just, again, want to say thank you. Thank you, um, uh, Ms. McNeil. Um, uh, thank you, Kimley, uh, Jada, Ursula. Thank you all for giving us this opportunity to kind of share our project, you know, with your esteemed members. Okay, well, I mean, Jada, you gave me a great introduction, so I'm going to just kind of maybe repeat what you said. Um, again, my name is Hassana Thomas. I'm a television slash documentary film producer. I'm based here in the Washington, D.C. area. Um, uh, I received my bachelor's uh, from Emerson College in my hometown, which is in Boston. Uh, my family's still there. Uh, and I got my master's in producing television and film from American University. And I've spent the bulk of my career as an independent producer and content creator of grassroots media. I have three young adult children, and I'm also now a proud grandmother. I have one grandchild. So oh. I got my start. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give uh, let my, my other uh, partners speak, then we can get get more into the project. Well, Thank you. Good morning. And Ms. Loretta? Um, Hi, I'm uh, Loretta Edwards-Wilson, and I come from a television and film um, executive acquisitions background. So I worked with Viacom CBS representing the BET and Centric Brands, where I purchased and developed content. Um, I got to work with uh, networks, um, as Jada mentioned, from Lifetime to MTV, and I also worked um, 
on the content strategy for TV One and Clio TV, which is a new network for um, millennial women of color. Um, I do have a film production background. I went to um, the University of Virginia for undergrad, um, but also got my master's at American University in producing and film. That's where I met Hassana. We've had amazing friendship ever since. Um, but I worked on films um, like Bell for Showtime, um, BT's Emmy Award winning, um, film campaign Wrap It Up, and just had a lot of fun in the um, production world. I'm originally from New York. I live in the D.C. area. I'm a mother of two, a 13-year-old daughter, a 9-year-old son, and um, wife of um, an amazing supportive husband. Um, and, you know, just want to give the opportunity to thank my village right now, family and friends. Yes, indeed. We have to thank our, our family and, of course, our super supportive um, husbands that give us our strength and motivation all the time. And Miss yes. Keisha, welcome to the show this morning. How are you? Thank, thank you. Good morning. Yes. So tell us a little bit about how it is that you came to do what it is that you're doing today because we know that you have um, a family history coming back from being a granddaughter of farmers who ran a business during, you know, like I said before, a time when it wasn't too popular for us to be owners. So tell us a little bit more about that in yourself and how it is you came to do what it is you're doing today. Sure. Um, well, my formal background is in real estate and interior design, and I kind of fell into constru- construction um, organically. I was managing my own projects and, quite frankly, getting frustrated with the trades and how their work ethics didn't seem to align with how I wanted to represent my be- my business, mainly with scheduling, start and stop times, and staying on track with our timeline. So when there were shortcomings, I felt like it was a reflection on my business. As most clients don't differentiate the designer from the trades, it's all work being done in their houses to them. So I was heavily involved in the process anyway. I had to get my general contractor's license and build my own crew to better manage the process. Um, As you said, I grew up watching a family of entrepreneurs. Both of my grandparents and my parents were heavily involved in real estate, and I saw um, how dynamic the process could be and life-changing. So I always knew that some way, somehow, I would get into that area. Um, My formal education is in marketing, and that has helped me with my businesses as well, but it seems like I'm just my trajectory is going back to the beginning and following the path of, of my family. Um, my work has been featured in Black Enterprise, Wall Street Journal. I've been on HGTV, among others, and I am really enjoying the ride. I've been licensed as a general contractor for almost two years now, so fairly new to this part of the industry. So it's it's still um, very rewarding, challenging, and inspiring to me to learn as I go. Well, yes, indeed, and hats off to you, and congratulations on your two years of being a GC. I am actually still working on that goal myself, Miss Keisha, so I understand your journey there. Wow, guys. Yes. Uh, yes, <laughs> audience listeners, if you haven't reached for your notebook and pen yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. Because like I said, and like Miss Ann, the master builder herself said, today is an absolutely amazing, action-packed show. And I 
have written down some notes myself, and we just only answered the first question. So moving right <laughs> along, this is, oh, guys, thank you so much. Miss um, Loretta, so why did you choose to be a woman in media and linking everything together, woman in media and in construction and using your leadership in, in the media space? You know, it's funny, Jada. I um, I went to school. Um, as I mentioned, I was at uh, UVA, and I wanted to be a psychiatrist. Um, so I majored in psychology, and it was my last year of school. I took a social psychology class, and it was all about um, how images and media um, and what we viewed determined our social interactions, who we were friends with, um, even how we viewed ourselves and others. And for some reason, that just resonated with me. I thought, you know, media was this powerful entity pulling the strings, you know, um, behind, uh, you know, just, just how people saw themselves. And I wanted to be a part of that. And especially when um, it came to seeing me and seeing um, people that look like me and my, you know, people that acted like my uh, friends or family. I didn't necessarily see that at the time in media. So I definitely grew a passion at a young age to be a part of this um, work and creating those images that I wanted to see and, um, you know, just happy to be aligned with this project, Designing History, because I feel like I'm, um, you know, fulfilling my dream. Yes, very powerful. Yes, yes, yes. And Ms. Hassana, uh, tell me if you want to yep. be a powerhouse, <laughs> not just, you know, work in this space, but you are a rock star up there. What made you want to be a woman in the media and construction space using your leadership and advocacy for the people? Okay. Thank you. That's a great question. Um Kind of like Loretta, I started out when we first in, in undergrad, you started out with one path and we changed. So I first started out in broadcast journalism. I always kind of knew at an early age that I was going to be in media. Actually, it was my maternal, my maternal grandmother's aunt, so that was my great-great-aunt that I used to I live with as a child for a while in Aiken, South Carolina. Um, she kind of like planted that seed in me about, oh, I think you look be wonderful. You look wonderful, you know, and like one of those girls you know, on, on television, television news. So that kind of stuff with me. So in my undergraduate, um, and I did one year at Howard University, and I transferred back to, uh, to my hometown in Boston at Emerson. So I started out in broadcast journalism. Um, but I realized that um, quickly that, um, you know, that it was too subjective. You know, I, I'd have to be subjected to people's stares and glares and their likes and dislikes and, you know, wear your hair this way, you know, do this, dress that way. So I realized that I have more control over, um, the message being behind the camera instead of it. Now, as far as how I got in, involved, you know, and interested in the rent home renovation space, I was born in, I mentioned born and raised in Boston, and for as long as I can remember, my dad, he always had owned property and land, and from early on in my childhood, he would um, take me and my cousins or sometimes drag us with him on these long trips out of the, out of the city to go look at old houses, you know, up and down the coast of New England, and, you know, we'd always go because he'd always kind of, like, date us, you know, entice us with a trip to McDonald's. So we'd go, for, we'd go with him that way, go, for, go with him. Um, it was those childhood experiences that planted the home renovation seed within me. 
I grew up watching the PBS show This Old House, and I still watch it today. I still love watching it today. And I'm also an HGTV fan. But it bothered me, and, you know, it still bothers me that there's not much diversity on those programs. Um, so I came up with this idea of a home renovation series that would showcase talents, of, the talents of um, black architects and contractors, interior designers. But I didn't want it to be just um, another, you know, cookie-cutter-type home renovation show. So I took it a step further by adding this historical piece to it. Um, and as, mentioned, as Loretta mentioned, that she and I were in, in the same graduate program at American University. And I, um, you know, admire her so much and, you know, her professionalism and her, her, her opinion, you know, really is valuable to me. So I you know, asked her to take a look at this, this idea I had and tell me what she thought. And, um, you know, that's how she and I connected. So that's kind of like how um, I got involved. Wow. Well, I'm so glad that you guys um, had that had that manifestation as early on in your your younger years as children, and then the universe brought you guys together um, mm-hmm. eventually there in college. So awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. So, what are your key focuses um, right now with the project, Hassana? Oh, sorry. All right. Key focuses um, for like. Number one, we want to, well, maybe I should tell you a little bit about the show, or you want to, before we go into key focuses, is that okay, yes, or you yes, want to? Yes, yes, tell us ahead. a little, no, <laughs> yes, if that, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yes, that would probably help, I'm sorry, audience, yes, designing history, tell us a little bit more about, because I guess because I do all the stalking and researching and homework up here, I'm so, so sorry, audience <laughs> listeners, but yes, um, she did mention briefly the home renovation series and how she, um, through in the historic, historical piece, but could you just dig mm-hmm. a little bit deeper and tell us more about the designing history and what's it all about? Great. I'd love to. That's a good starting point. Okay, so designing history is a historical home renovation interior design television series with some similarities to other home renovation shows or other networks. Um, however, the twist with our um, show, our program is that homes featured on our series will have ties to African and African-American history. Um, perhaps the homes featured uh, were designed and built by freed African-American slaves who, slaves who became journeymen later on, or they may have, maybe the homes have ties to the Underground Railroad, um, like the homes up there in Bedford, Massachusetts, um, or uh, anywhere around the country, or they may have been owned by a famous, African, a famous African-American um, historical figure like the prolific um, writer and poet, father of the Harlem Renaissance, Langston Hughes, or the world-renowned and iconic entertainer, Josephine Baker. Those kind of homes. Um, the premise of the show is that homeowners agree to select and work with one of a growing number of architects, interior designers, and contractors that are associated with our project to renovate and or you know, redesign a particular aspect of their home or their entire house. And additionally, as the show is progressing, we're going to, um, you know, uncover and we'll feature um, side vignettes about the history of the home, you know, who lived there, you know, how it relates to African, African-American history. Um, and although, like, the, the main focus will be on historical homes here in the United States, and maybe it's, like, not just a home, it could be even a, a, a space or historically known area that's been African-American, but, you know, um, but although the main focus will be on home, historical homes here in the U.S., um, designing history has tremendous, tremendous international potential as well. You know, in addition to featuring the renovation of historical homes here, on occasion we'll search, you know, um, throughout Europe and Canada, 
as well as um, the Caribbean, Af- the African diaspora, to pinpoint historically significant homes and places. And we want to, you know, when we're there, we want to work with the local architects and contractors, interior designers there in those countries as well. Oh, but the this main thing, I'm not the main thing, but, but also <laughs> the, well, an integral part of the series, one of the like, kind of like is running parallel is to showcase um, the talents of our African-American um, the designers and interiors, you know, and those in the um, architecture and engin- engineering and construction industries. Um, and to that end, you know, we always say that um, the design history is more than just a home renovation, a home renovation series. It's, it's going to be a movement, or it is a movement. You know. This is Ursula. And I can, I've tried to remain uh, quiet. However, <laughs> you just hit a hot button for me. Um, years ago, I was at yes, I was at an auction, and I collect um, historical documents. And there was a, a whole stack of papers, and I bid on them and got them. And it happened to be mm-hmm. the historical documents of New Bedford. And oh. I have like a whole town of original um, documents from that time. And some of those documents mm-hmm. include descriptions of buildings being created with their addresses mm-hmm. and what have you. So um, I, now I want to see the episode that you're talking about. <laughs> so I would love to have to look to that. Um, because I ha- and the, and the, the time frame of the documents were from 1875 through 1930, somewhere in there, and it's just a fascinating collection of material. And um, and I, who knows, I may even have some of the original documents from the t- places that you're talking about. So I'm just yeah, thrilled with that. Um, wow. The executive, uh, executive director, I think her name is Lee Blake, I, I want to say maybe she's, um, I, the, I don't have a, I'm sure I'm not saying it the correct title, but it's like, a you know, the Bedford uh, Historical Society there. I think they are working on the, the original home uh, that Frederick Douglass and his wife, they had lived there for a time. So um, they, they, wow. there's a lot of historical properties there. You know, a lot of history. Wonderful. <laughs> we have to connect yeah. after the show. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would love that. <laughs> you know I would. <laughs> yeah. right, I'll go back on the, unmute and, and listen to it. Wow, wow, wow. I told you guys Great. the synergies up here in the studio this morning. If you didn't know, I already knew that Ms. Ursula Olam of Solitude was coming off of mute and she was going to make a comment. And yes, 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 indeed. Uh, this is such an amazing show again. So with that designing history, because this is a super dope project, um, what are some of the goals and objectives that designing history hopes to achieve in the near future? Because you have us all paying like attention now. <laughs> Good. Laura, go ahead and answer that question. So, so um, one of the uh, important things definitely is to highlight um, definitely the architects, the um, uh, those in the building trades, the interior designers. Um, you know, it's amazing. Um, we know Keisha Gilchrist, we've had her on the team, but even hearing her, uh, you know, see her bio today, it just, you know, just it's amazing to have this woman a woman in construction, um, a GC running her own team. So we definitely want to bring light um, to those. Um, in fact, I just want to quickly mention some of the great people we have on our creative team. 
Um, our creative team will serve as advisors to um, each project and to um, the different renovation and um, um, redesign um, of the home. Um, and we have assembled uh, an, uh, just, I mean, from the cream of the crop in the respective industries, from Janelle Anderson, um, female architect, um, principal founder of Amar Group. She was featured on PBS's um, uh, This Old House. She was the first black um, architect um, and renovated a row house in Washington, D.C. That was back in 2006. Um, we also have Ayanta Carley, um, who is an interior designer out of the D.C. area. She was named as one of the top 100 designers in Home and Design Magazine. Um, we, you know, talked um, a lot about um, the, I guess, the, the people in construction as well. We have Anthony Williams, who's out of New York. Um, he's a general contractor. He was a principal designer um, of the JFK Airport in 2000. Um, Jack Travis. Jack Travis is an architect on the team. Um, Jack worked on Spike Lee's home. Um, and was our architectural consultant for the film Jungle Fever. So it's really nice to have him on the team as well. Um, we have Denise Guadalupe Rojas. She's also uh, an interior designer out of the D.C. area. And she's worked on, you know, projects not only in D.C., but from the um, coast to coast and even in the Caribbean. Um, Melvin Mitchell, definitely have to mention Mel Melvin. He uh, um, has a firm of architects and is also an author. He's worked on African-American, I'm sorry, his book is uh, African-American Architects, Embracing Culture and Building Urban Communities. And I definitely want to mention that because what you'll see through designing history, as Hassana mentioned, this movement, this movement of um, black home ownership as well, right? Um, and also, you know, we've seen this year has been tough. We've, this past year, we've seen the kind of the pandemic within the pandemic um, as far as racial inequity. So we'll see those threads too, um, especially through um, the home ownership piece. Um, so Melvin Mitchell definitely gets that. And um, we also have um, Roderick Shade. Roderick Shade um, is a New York based interior designer. Um, he's known for the Clean Harlem United Showhouse which was the first African-American interior design showcase in the world. Um, so, you know, we have a, a great team. We also have uh, Joyce Lynn williams Conover, who's um, one of our production partners. She's definitely worked on um, a lot of projects from the House Hunters International and just this wonderful team. So definitely wanted to um, thank you for um, allowing us to have this platform. And like I said, one of our big pieces is to highlight these folks. So thank you for letting me take the time. I didn't forget anyone, right, Hasana? I think that's everyone on the team. <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect. Thank you. And, uh, you know, just um, right now we're going into our um, sizzle phase of the um, project. The sizzle would be just a short representation um, that we would um, of the show um, that will run through the show that we would use to um, pitch to networks and streaming platforms. So that's our um, first piece. Um, uh, other key focuses are partners. Um, partners mm -hmm. were definitely um, where, you know, 
wanting to align with um, NADWIC and their members, um, depending on which city we are in. We would love to pull um, different construction um, companies from that different, uh, those different cities and have them work on the projects and give visibility um, to those members of NADWIC. Um, anything else I'm forgetting, Hassano? No, no, that you're as far not as on with that. Like I was saying, okay. yeah, as yeah, far so as that exists, like. Yeah, so you can definitely feel that um, this is a, you want to say it's a TV show, but like you guys are saying, it feels like more of a movement and a movement of black um, home ownership, a movement of uh, building black wealth while also educating us at the same time because if you don't know, you don't know until you bring it to light. So definitely yeah, think, thank you for creating this because you can definitely hear that this um, project is shaped by um, skilled hands. And um, I'm just so happy that I am now a part of it, and I'm a part of the movement too now. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Another yes. Before we take a, another quick commercial break, I have to just remind our audience listeners, members, non-members, um, hopefully you will soon become a new NABWIC member because clearly you can see that we are the voice of black women in construction, being that we are the National Association of Black Women in Construction. So <laughs> we have coming up, <laughs> yes, all across the state. We are not locked in by one state. So, yes, all across the states, all across the nation, um, NAPWIC will be hosting their different hard hats and heels. Yes, I just know that South Florida, because I'm a part of South Florida down here in Miami enjoying the sunshine, um, sorry, Miss Loretta and Asana and Kisa, I know you guys are a little bit up north, but <laughs> April, April 4th, April 4th, yes, I mean, sorry, April 3rd, yes, April 3rd, let me say that date again, April 3rd will be South Florida's Hard Hats and Hills, and yes, audience listeners, you do not have to be particularly a part of this and that, just head over to Eventbrite, you know how we do it in that week world, we are open, we are a volunteer-driven organization, so head over to Eventbrite and register, and you can also find out when the other hard hats and hills are going on around the country. We also, our next, you already know, we do not play about our billion-dollar luncheon. Yes, our national NAVWIC billion-dollar luncheon in aviation opportunities. The next one, this has to be a banger because the next one, yes, guys, is not until June 9th. June 9th, you already know, we host our billion-dollar luncheon on the second Wednesday of the month. So please go again, head over to Eventbrite or our website, find out more information about how you can register to attend, participate, and, of course, be a sponsor, being that we are the voice of black women in construction. Um, and those are our quick member organization announcements. If you want to find out more, you can always head over to our website and, of course, Eventbrite. Um, I'm going to do a quick studio check with Ms. Jackie Terry to see if we have anyone in the social media platforms um, that want that she needs to make a comment or ask their question and or if any members want to um, engage with us. Please be ready to do so after this quick commercial break and hearing words from Ms. Jackie Perry.
from JP and All right. Thank you, Miss Jada. I am so excited about this morning's show and all of our wonderful guests that are on. Um, thank you so much for being a part. Jada, right now I do not see any hands up in the uh, studio, so I think we're ready for our commercial break. Thank you so much. Greetings. My name is Kimley Naylor, and I am the owner of Nail Wright Construction Company. I am also president of the National Association of Black Women in Construction, and we are proud to celebrate women in construction. I'm very proud to have formed a company that allows for employment opportunities in communities, black communities, to help elevate economic stability and wage increases so that we as black women can continue to empower our communities. I'm excited to be a member of NABWIC because it allows us to shape history. It allows us to empower women to know there is a platform in construction that is vital to the wealth transfer into black communities across this nation. My name is Kimley Naylor, and please join us in celebrating Women in Construction. Thank you for joining us. And, yes, that was a beautiful, beautiful um, commercial and beautiful words from our national NAPWIC uh, president, Ms. Kimley Naylor, who has been a great leader. So back to this amazing dynamic trio here. Ladies, again, thank you all for joining us, but I just have to ask a couple of more questions because I'm nosy like that. I just <laughs> want to know how did, um, because you mentioned NABWIC before with, you know, you guys have some understanding about, you know, we are women in the construction industry. Some of us are entrepreneurs and some of us are executives all over the spectrum. And you want to get us in on these projects. So first of all, how did you even hear about NABWIC and in what ways did you believe that um, we should grow a good uh, partnership or relationship together? Um, okay, so Janelle Anderson, who's, all, who's um, one of the architects on our creative team, she suggested that we reach out to them. Um, you know, an integral part of designing history is not only to shine the spotlight on you know, black architects and engineers, but to elevate, you know, their creative genius. So partnering with NAVOG just makes so much sense. Um, but honestly, I, honestly, I did not know much um, such an organization as yours existed. But, you know, when I read, out, read about the wonderful work you all are doing, the advocacy, um, so you uplift women in this field. Um, and when we spoke with Kimley, you know, a couple of times, I, I knew we had found a solid, solid partner. And, you know, just this interview right now, giving us this platform, um, this is just the beginning of what is sure to be a dynamic duo, uh, the NABWIC and Designing History. Yeah, we're, we're uh, like I said, it's, it's a dope project. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed, and guess what? We have woken everybody up this morning. Yes, our 8.30 a.m. Wednesday NABWIC talk show, we are live because we are very passionate about what it is that we do, our mission, our purpose, and being an entrepreneur, our leaders in our working space. And guess what? We have the national president of 
the National Association of Black Women in Construction, <laughs> in the studio herself, and I cannot, I have to yield to my president. Good morning, Ms. Kimley. President Kimley, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Designing History Team. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm a little hoarse this morning, uh, so my apologies, but I wanted to come in and say congratulations on being visionaries and being trailblazers. My goodness, this is so iconic what you're doing. I mean, I feel like I'm meeting the Harriet Tubman's and the Sojourner Truth <laughs> of tomorrow um, because this is going Thank to shape you. black girls watching themselves uh, with mm-hmm. opportunities on television, what they can grow and aspire to, and I really appreciate you guys finding this space to say, you know what, here's a place where we can make a mark. And that's what it's all about, paving the way for tomorrow. So um, kudos to you guys. And I am so excited and looking forward to partnering with you as we're growing into new cities and we're growing into new areas and this Mm -hmm. opportunity to take you with us and and look for those proud, our rich history. So we truly all awaken together and say, hey, you know, we we got some bad women. Black women is kind of the bombdaddy.com. <laughs> so welcome to, welcome to be a part of us. We're so excited to have you. Thank you so I much. I did have one question. Yeah. Um, I just wanted mm-hmm. to know, I, I kind of joined a little late, but uh, what is our status? I mean, are we still working on the, I think it was the scissor reel or something was the first step? Um, I am glad you asked that question, and I heard you that you said that at the moment there were no uh, questions, so that means we have more time to talk about what we're doing. <laughs> so, um, as Loretta had mentioned, yeah, we are. Um, well, Jen had asked, like, you know, what are our um, some of our key focuses, and um, yeah, the first one is, is to produce this sizzle, and Loretta explained that to you. So, um, and we're looking for partners, and again, we have different types of partners. I mean, there's a partner that when we actually are reno- renovating a home, um, we could, you know, the partner could be a contractor, perhaps, like I said, perhaps one of Navwick's members, you know, could potentially serve as a contractor on the show. You know, for example, if we're doing a home in Detroit, and a shout-out to uh, Rachel Saltmarshall. Salt, uh, Salt She's doing a phenomenal job down there, out there. So, um, you know, we could reach out to one you know, contractor could be um, to work on the house. That could be a partner. Um, but we're also looking for um, other partners could be looking for – they have the capacity to become an underwriter of the show, you know, to become presenting sponsors. Um, they'll be our key underwriters. And, um, and – you know, we're always looking for those to add professionally licensed contractors to our projects. But, like, our most pressing need at this moment is to partner with, you know, several companies, whether they be construction, real estate developers, you know, other major corporations that align themselves with um, the home improvement, home renovation industry to kind of get behind this project. Um, and actually, I want to – I think we didn't mention that we have a partnership with the Sherwin-Williams the Sherwin-Williams um, company, and they're our first corporate sponsor, and we're really excited about that and very grateful that they, you know, understand the important work that we're seeking to achieve, and they want to align their brand with us, with, you know, with our project. So that's very exciting. Um, so, yeah, we're still um, in, the, in the process of raising funds to, to have that sizzle, because that, that's something we need to present to networks um, to get the show picked up. And can I add well, to awesome. that? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just wanted to add, um, especially, you know, for the partners, um, like we mentioned, you know, our whole goal is to bring visibility to those that, you know, work 
um, in these fields. And, you know, partners will benefit from the potential of millions of viewers, um, Mm -hmm. which would, you know, not only give them, you know, the visibility for, you know, their companies, but also for the, you know, the individuals, um, those that are working um, in the field. So, you know, directly aligned with what we're doing with this project, um, Designing History is more of the media outlet, if you will, to, you know, really um, the movement, as we like to say. So we yeah. um, definitely appreciate this, this opportunity. I, I think it's just amazing that, you know, Sherman Williams and some of the others are coming on board, and uh, I know this is going to be just awesome. I'm looking for a lot of uh, good news in this next quarter and getting you guys started. So thanks again for uh, uh, thinking of Maverick to be a part of this, this partnership, and uh, we're definitely going to support every way that we can. Thank you. Right. Thank so other you. organizations um, that we're looking to partner with, you know, is NAVWIC, and that's what, I'm so happy we're, you know, to be a part of that. We also are looking, um, we reach out to the, what, the National Black Contractors of America, NOMA, which is a national organization of minority architects. And the, on the interior design side, you have the Black Artists and Designers Guild and the um, Black Interior Designers. So, you know, and I think what Ms. Naylor not now, I'm sorry, Ms. Ms. Ann McNeil, she was saying, and I think you also said it the other day, um, Loretta, that if you can see it, you can be it. So when right. you know, when, we, when our young folk, you know, young people, young men and women, you know, when they see others that look like them, they realize that they can achieve, you know, the same thing. So um, in partnering with organizations, we Absolutely. hope to also, you know, highlight the work that every, all those organizations are doing in this, you know, throughout the show as well. Yes, indeed, and thank you so much for sharing um, more of the focuses and, and the goals that you want to bring to light. And then thank you, Madam President, for coming on the air and um, sharing your comments with us this morning and your busy schedule. Okay, ladies, so moving right along, I have to ask you the hard-hitting questions now because we are coming to the top of the hour for our interview. Um, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> don't all speak at one time. Um, don't all speak at one time. But um, chime in at any time. Share with us because um, we are the voice of black women in construction. And like we've mentioned before, if the young ladies, boys and girls can see it, they can um, know that it, they can be it and it can be acquired. Um, tell us what is one of or share with us one of your favorite books that's keeping you motivated, kept you inspired, or is just that book for you? Uh, Outside of the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Outside of the Bible. But, let's the with Keisha. Okay. Let, 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 let Keisha take that one. Okay. Well, I have a list of books that I want to read this year, and, you know, every year I try to read more than I read the, the year before. Uh, it's been slow this so far this year because, you know, I've been busy with work and my, my 11-year-old twins. But a book that stands out to me that I read last year that really, really hit home, it was called Untamed, and it was it's by Glennon Doyle. Um, it talks about her story about um, breaking loose of all of the things that held her back and how she found out that most of those things were – the things that were holding her back were things that were just in her head, not necessarily real things. Um, she talked about how she 
stepped into her own truth, both professionally and personally. Um, and I think it's, it was just a testament to all women, not just um, black women, but especially working mothers. So I thought that that book was phenomenal. Yes, indeed. Thank you for sharing that because, yes, uh, many of us listening in this morning, including myself, we are working mothers. Thank you so much, Ms. Tisha. And Ms. Edwards Wilson, what is the book for you? So I'm uh, currently reading um, Cicely Tyson's Just As I Am, which um, is phenomenal, Um, you know, really since chills down my spine because I feel like I hear Cicely Tyson reading it to me, you know, even after her passing, um, just to know, you know, her breadth of career and how long she, you know, was in the entertainment industry and um, even her declining, you know, certain projects and only working on projects, you know, that, um, that portrayed, you know, African-American women in a positive light. So, you know, it's really um, great for me. Um, but I will say um, The Sisters Are All Right by um, Tamara Winfrey Harris is um, a book that uh, also, you know, changed how I looked at media. Um, again, you know, I'm very, very um, passionate about how women are portrayed in the media. And um, that book talks about all of the um, black women stereotypes. It's an interesting book. Um, I, you know, recommend people to, you know, pick it up and just, you know, take a look at it. Very, very um, life-changing. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. And wow, wow, wow. Guys, you know we do not play about the highest quality of material information we are giving out because, yes, this is, I think, the second, maybe the third Wednesday show in a row where our guest has said you need to read As I Am by Cicely Tyson, and everyone is saying the same comment. So I'm definitely going to add that book to my list of my book list I need to read this year in 2021. So Ms. Hassana, the founder the producer herself. What is the book for you, Miss? Oh my goodness, you built me up so I I I can't disappoint you all, but it's like I was like I wish I had time to read a book. <laughs> I wish I had time to read a book. Um obviously well the book I'm reading it's more like about how to build that has to do with building this business. So I ordered some book about contracts in the T V and film industry, so I'm looking at that. Um there is one book I'm kind of reading off and on. It's called Smart Women Finish Rich. Um, and that was by, I think, David Bach. Um, but, yeah, I, I, would, I, I have a list. Like, Keisha, we have a list of things I like to read, uh, but God knows when I'm going to have time to get to that. So, you know, we're trying to build a movement here, you know. <laughs> I totally understand, oh, yeah. totally understand. Yes, you are building and working on this movement and the content there. So we do not want to distract you, but, hey, we also no. have to motivate and inspire ourselves because you no, guys are such true. great leaders. Yes, and leaders are readers. I it's heard that. Leaders are readers. Yes, <laughs> yes. But these are but what about Audible? That, that, hey, that works too. Whatever you can get that in. Ann and I, we walk around with our Beats headphones on all the time. I think it's the new wave in that because more and more of our members are, are getting headphones and seeing them walk around with headphones on listening to audio, audio books and things of that nature. 
<laughs> yes. I'm, again, thank you guys for coming and sharing because these things that you have shared uniquely make you who you are. And then, of course, your beautiful project that we um, hope to help support and also to be a part. So with that being said, Hasana or Ms. Loretta or Keisha, one of you guys, could you tell us how do we reach you, what is the hashtag, or how do we contact or get in contact with the project? Is there a general email, phone number, or Instagram page or anything like that for our listeners and followers? Yes. Um, our site is uh, designinghistorytv.com, um, and you can follow us at Designing History TV. Um, you can send any emails to info at T-O-B-H show. So that's info at T as in Tom, O as in orange, B as in boy, and H as in home, show.com. Um, so, yes, and our website has all of our information, so you can easily contact us as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you so and much for sharing your content. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I just wanted to end with um, we really appreciate this opportunity um, just mm-hmm. to be amongst um, the great women. Um, like I said, we've, we've done our homework and we've seen what the – the members of NABWIC have done. And even, you know, thank you to Kimlin Naylor. Um, she got us quickly. Um, she understood <laughs> what we were doing. So we just thank mm-hmm. you um, all today for this amazing platform. Thank you. Hey, this is what we do, being that we are the voice of black women in construction. Thank you so much, so much, Ms. Hassana, Loretta, and Keisha for joining us on today's show. And, yes, Audience listeners, these are the powerhouse trio of Designing History TV. So they've just given you their contact information, and you should have a page of notes. Outside of that, I would love to hang out in the studio a little bit longer, but we are all working moms, so we have to get back to our job <laughs> this morning. And it has been a great pleasure and honor of having you guys on the show this morning. So thank you so much, you three. And then for our members, audience listeners, you know that you can catch us every Wednesday at 8.30 a.m. on NAVWIC Talks. We will have more amazing guests like the ones we had today. Until next week, thank you for joining today's show. And if you want to reach out to us, be a guest, or advertise on NABWIC Talks, email us, go to our social media pages, and or you can call me directly, Jada Williams at 786-702-1005. And our email, again, is marketing at org. Have a beautiful Wednesday and talk to you or see you on the air next Wednesday at 8.30 a.m. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.